You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the King of All Kings podcast. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. It was the box. I mean, look, I'm all for if people want to, if you want to, you know, have a play on the beam. It's good. It's good. Like we chant light the beam at the during the mm-hmm. game over. You know, you got to be able to take it. I just want it to be good. The the Bucks one, I guess I, maybe I shouldn't be too mad because they didn't get like disrespectful or nothing. They just lit the beam. It was like lighted green or something like that. But they didn't get disrespectful. They kept it PG. I guess it's all right, but I, I wasn't like. Oh, that was clever. That's dope. Well, we knew this was coming. We knew, you know, well, I guess if you want to look on the positive spin, that means the Kings are on somebody's mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have no problem. I mean, you know, before all the jokes was just about how terrible they were. So, I mean, this is a different type of their honor. You know, this is no longer you circle that and say, what's 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 the comedic joke about them as a team? Now it's like, oh, they have a corny little light in the sky. I, I don't. Mean, I don't. And, and you only see the light when they win, so we don't want them to light up their beam. I mean, it's it's you know it, it should be an interesting little thing. I, I mean, because you know NBA social media teams are just like always in their own little battles anyway. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. You know, I, at look, some point you're gonna need no something different than a beam. I don't. I don't have no problem with it. I don't have no problem with it. I. I'm just saying. I was like, damn. I like for him to be funny or to be clever or something like this. This wasn't really funny or clever, but like I said, at least they didn't disrespect. So, you know what's real funny though? What's that? You got that Giants hat on longer than uh, Aaron Judge had it on. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's that's uncalled for. That's uncalled for. It's Bay Street Vibes here. Kenny Caraway, if you haven't figured it out already. And yes, y'all woke uh, up excited. Like, we've been Aaron Judge. Uh, no, we not. The Giants, the Giants getting played time after time again. Oh, and Xander Bogarts just Padres just go get another two hundred million dollar guy. It's nothing. Another shortstop. I mean, they've got like, you know, I guess they don't care about shift, no shift. They're like, we're just gonna sign up shorts. We're gonna sign up every infielder. These fools, these fools, the Giants were talking for years about. Oh, we got to get these guys off the books and all this. They printing money, talking all this in a nonsense. Yet the Padres. Have what? What is it now? Three guys? No, Machado making like two hundred million. They got like four guys that are making two hundred plus million. Yeah, north right? of, yeah, they got at least four north of two hundred million. <laughs> the pot and, and the, giants, the Giants are sitting up here. Oh, we gotta wait till people get off the books so we can shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. Hey, they they, they got a plan. They got a they got a long term plan. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with baseball. I know that much. Hey, you, you, I've heard this theory about my Dodgers too. They've said that 
there's people in the organization who say, as long as they're still drawing three million a year and getting a couple, you know, getting some postseason revenue, to them, not winning in the World Series or getting there doesn't really matter because they're profitable. Mm. So maybe mm. the Giants are on that minus the, but they kind of can't be because they have a lot of people dressed to seat at their games and they were selling Dodger merchandise in their stadium, which was that, you know, that reminds me of back in the day when I used to go to warrior games when I was in college during the whole, a great time out era where all they hyped were who's coming to town (laughs) and you would go to the warriors team store and you could buy whatever team was in town. I bought so much Lakers shit at warrior games. (laughs) Embarrassing. Embarrassing. That's why I said these these Giants owners they don't care they don't care about the Giants. Like I said on on D'Lo and KC today, I'm sounding like Eddie Robinson Jr. They ain't Giants. I'm Giants. All right. <laughs> they ain't Giants. I'm Giants. This is Charles Lott Johnson, whatever his name is. You know Farhan Zaid. They ain't Giants. I'm Giants. They don't care about the They're Giants. They're doing a fine job. They're doing a fine job. Leave them alone. They got a plan. Well, we know who ain't Giants or ain't Dodgers. Or ain't Padres. That's the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings back in action on Wednesday night as they were at Pfizer Forum. They lose to the Bucks 126, 113. Um, off the top of my head, Jason, you know, not in the moral victories or whatever, but I'm just talking about the game. I mean, it was they didn't look overmatched. I don't know if you ever really thought they were gonna win the game, but you know, they were there, they had an opportunity and just really couldn't come through in the clutch. Yeah, they kind of were hanging around, hanging around, and the a, a championship caliber team like Milwaukee does what they do in those situations. About that mm-hmm. six minute mark of the uh, fourth, they say, "Okay, let's go ahead and we need to get some distance now. It's time to do what we do. You know, turn it up a little." And they did that. I mean, Giannis is Giannis. I mean, you know, but when you get the when you get the Bucks with Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Chris Middleton. They're just so tough to beat. And I and one thing that jumped out to me is that kind of that weird matchup that Brooke Lopez is. Yeah. He allowed he allowed Milwaukee to to have a lot of success on the glass because if he's not pulling Sabonis from the basket, they're running things to get Sabonis from the basket. And tonight mm-hmm. was a night where I said to myself, Hey, you need some other guys down there helping him out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you see- because Giannis and, and 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 Lopez, you got two big guys on the glass. You know, you, you there's got to be a gang rebound tonight. Well, see, and this is what I I thought we talked about a little bit earlier. I was like, and they, and they didn't do this, I don't think. I got to look at the tape a little bit more. But I wanted Sabonis on Giannis. And I know that sounded a little crazy, you know, because first of all, nobody's going to stop Giannis. Uh, Sabonis, footwork-wise and foot speed-wise, is a little bit of a matchup for Giannis or a disadvantage for him going up against Giannis. But I just felt if you stuck Sabonis on Brooke Lopez, that would draw him away from the basket. Yeah. Brooke Lopez isn't going to – like, he's going to stay on the perimeter. He's not going to attack the basket and, you know, pump fake and go to the cup. So I felt you could get away with putting Keegan or Harrison on Brooke Lopez and keeping Sabonis on Giannis where Sabonis would be closer to the basket. And it didn't really work out that way. I'm not sure it really mattered, you know, one way or another. Mm-hmm. But you're right. It is a, a tough matchup and a tricky matchup for a team like the Kings, who only have one real big man to kind of go up against two big men in Giannis and Brook Lopez. I, they, but it's not a Kings thing, I guess. They, the Bucks do that to everybody. That's why they're the yeah. Bucks. Yeah, and and you know, one thing about that too is just that 
it wasn't always that Sabonis was on Lopez. There was just there was rotations. He's going out to cover a shooter. And now mm-hmm. Lopez comes down and he's got Harrison Barnes trying to box him out. And mm-hmm. Lopez is a big guy. He's <laughs> so like he only seven one. Yeah, he ain't got to jump. You know, he just stands there, tips the ball to himself, you know, yeah. <laughs> tips it back in. So it's it's a matchup thing. A lot of the Bucks are a pretty damn good team, too, on top of that. So yeah. I mean they, there's a reason why the Kings haven't Yeah, there's a reason why the Kings haven't have never won in that building and haven't beaten them what since what 2016? Yeah, it's been a while. It's mm-hmm. been a while. So, you know, one of the things that I always look at with this Kings team as of late is their ability to shoot the three ball. They hit 12 of them. I'm always usually saying like 12 or more threes. When they got into the three-game losing streak that they had before, um, it was a combination of teams game planning against them. Mm-hmm. And I think the Kings going away from what I think is part of their identity, how shooting the three ball. And you saw those games where they were making like seven threes and six threes. That was like, and they were only shooting like 21. And I know it's a, a dangerous a make or miss type league and it's a dangerous way to play. But I think this team, as they're put together and the way they play, they got to be true to who they are. They're a team that gets the points up and they definitely get the ball up uh, from beyond the arc. And that's something that I always look at with them if they're playing well or they win a game or they lose a game. Tonight, they were 12 of 38 from beyond the arc. So they're right on the cusp of what I say I need to see from them. I usually say 12 or more threes gives them an opportunity to win. And and look, to be honest with you, they give them an opportunity to win. They there, they were there. They had an opportunity. They just couldn't really hit some shots late. So yeah, they're only outscored. They only, you know, the Bucks only hit two more threes than them. The Bucks, you know, had three more field goals. They out, they got scored them by five at the line. So you take the six and the five that from the line. That's pretty much your ball game, right there. Right there. I mean, it wasn't. You know, they lost by thirteen, but until the later stages, it didn't feel. They didn't feel like it. Didn't feel like a thirteen point loss. Right. It was a. It was a much closer game most of the night. You know, they just the. Milwaukee's damn good, so I mean it's it's yeah. kind of hard to be like, oh, what you could have did, you know, could the Bucks are a championship level team, and the Kings are not a championship level team. Mm. So these are the type of games where you look at it, you say, well, you know what, you go on the road and lose at Milwaukee, you know, you look at the game, look at the uh, when the Bucks lose, when they they lost at home last week because AD, cha- you know, went Wilt Chamberlain on them, right. <laughs> Right, and you can't just have you know an okay game, you know a decent game for Sabonis, but he only gets eleven shots. If you can't have the Aaron shoot five to sixteen, and expect to go to Milwaukee and win that game, you know you you know you can't. Yeah, you, you get twenty three from uh, Sabonis, you get twenty so, from Harris, you get so, twenty from Harrison, you get sixteen, you get sixteen off the bench from Malik, but then you know fifteen ain't bad for Keegan. Herder with 13, but you know, you need one, you need your stars to have on the road, your stars carry you. And, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll get into that later, but yeah, your stars carry you in road games. And on this one, they didn't get their stars to carry them. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Yeah. I mean, uh, Devonta Sabonis, 23 points, 12 rebounds, seven assists. He was balling out there. Harrison Barnes had the 20 points that, you know, the 15 to 20 points that you look for from him. Even Keegan woke up a little bit, but mm-hmm. like you said, we'll, we'll talk about it um, probably in the next segment about what they needed. But I also want to say Drew Holiday with 31 is, is big time. But you look at, we talked about a little bit about uh, Brooke Lopez and his 17 points was pretty big. 17 points, nine rebounds. He only had two threes. So one of the things that I talked about earlier in the day, I was like, well, look, if, if you know, you do the defensive assignment that I talked about where Keegan or Harrison is guarding them and they want to dump it down or, you know, get Brooke Lopez on the block or inside and score that way. I was like, good. That means Giannis isn't shooting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but you know, Brooke Lopez, to his credit, he took advantage of that today. And he, he, you know, he did his thing on the boards and, you know, and played like a big guy as opposed to a guy, you know, that's always playing like a stretch four or stretch five. And he made the Kings pay for some of those matchup problems. Yeah. And Brooke can, I mean, people forget Brooke wasn't always just a stand out on the perimeter guy. Yeah. It, it came like out of nowhere. <laughs> he went yeah. from hitting two threes in a season to seven to like 44. Yeah, so, I mean, he wasn't always that guy. And there were just a couple of, to me, during that stretch where they pulled, where Milwaukee was starting to pull away, where he got them some big second-chance buckets just because with no Sabonis under the basket, who's going to keep him away from the from the rim? So, I mean, but that's what good teams do. They have nights where, yeah, they got, you know, 30-plus from, from Drew and from Giannis, but you also get, you know, some of your, you know, you're, you're, uh, I hate using the term role players because I think everyone has a role. Mm-hmm. Like Giannis's role is to get 30. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, but, you know, maybe, you know, you're more of a supporting a supporting player, you know, not the superstar, but, you know, Brooke is a good player. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and then they got, they would get like a random timely shot from George Hill. I mean, they just do what a team that's 18 and six does. Yeah, for sure. We're going to take a quick break. When I come back, uh, we got to talk. We got to talk. I'm just going to leave it at that. We need to talk. All right. Be right back here is Jason Jones, Kenny Caraway, right here on J Street Vibes. 